and the purpose of life is to work on ourselves and to change ourselves. As the Gruff says in the beginning of Evan Shlema, that the reason a person is put in this world is to work on himself and to break himself and to make himself better and better every day. And we are blessed for Hashem to every day remind ourselves of the most important thing and the reason that we are still in Gullus, the reason we are still in darkness, and that is because we need to work on the way we work with other people and the way we deal with other people and the way we view other people. And of course that begins with myself, it begins with me. It begins with my perspective on myself. As we know the Mitzorah, we've said many times, Mitzorah is Motsi Ra. Is you get and you put out what you have inside of yourself. A negative person himself pushes and gives negativity. A person who's positive, who's loving within himself, will, will give positivity. You can't give what you don't have. If I have negativity, I'm going to give negativity. If I have uh, um, judgment, then I will give judgment. If I have acceptance, then I will give acceptance. So we begin with purity of speech because we know how important it is. Thank you very much. We know how important it is um, to um, speak how Chaim Vehamaves Biad Halashon is that you could say good morning to someone, you could say a good word to someone, you could tell someone how, how good they look, you could tell someone how nice they are, you could give beautiful things and help uh, your children, you could help your roommates, you could help your, your husband, your wife, your, your whoever it is. You could help whoever it is you're dealing with, you can uplift them, you can make them feel good, the people around you, or you can destroy them. That's, what, that's ultimately what speech can do. So it's so, so important for us, as we say every day, for a person to go ahead and to learn the Hilchus Lashon as the Chavetz Chaim promises. Chavetz Chaim promises, if you learn my Sefer every day, I will make it that your Yetzahara, to speak negative, will get, uh, will diminish until it is completely gone. So that's why we do this every day. What, what can we do? To protect ourselves from Lashon Hara, we have to dive into Hashem. Hashem, protect us from Lashon Hara, from seeing the negative in another Jew, seeing the negative in another person. We have to ask Hashem to help us with that. But when we learn the halachas, that's what, what helps us. So says the Purity of Speech, day 21, page 63, talking negatively about a hall, a caterer. Okay, and now we're going to talk about this because people get nervous. We've spoken about this before. Um, Obviously, if you had a very bad experience with a caterer, or you had a very bad experience with the band, so there's nothing wrong if you meet all the, all the um, requirements of toelis. Toelis means for a benefit. And we'll talk about those. I'll just quickly um, see if I can just quickly go through a few of them. Right? Uh, you don't exaggerate. We'll talk about these things in a second. Right? You're not exaggerating. Um, you have no more, here we go, right, 
you're 100% accurate, meaning you don't make a blanket statement, oh, the caterer stinks. Could be specific. The fish, um, you know, was not the way I, I, we expected it. Um, his price was a little bit different than we spoke, again, without anger, without resentment, meaning if you are able to communicate, that's one thing you could do if you could have your friend go to another caterer without bashing that caterer. That's another example. There are many examples of, of ways, and when a person starts thinking like that, he realizes, whoa, maybe it's because I'm angry at my caterer. Maybe because I have angry feelings, which is very normal. It's very normal for someone, right? Like we said the other day with going to the pizza shop, right? Even though it's a slice of pizza. When a person gets angry because, oh, I didn't get the perfect pizza that I paid for. What a chutzpah. That guy should go down and he should suffer because my pizza wasn't perfect exactly the way I wanted it to be. That's really where Lashonara comes from. Lashonara comes from hating somebody, getting upset at someone. You basically want to take revenge. So therefore you're saving, then you become a big tzaddik because I'm saving the world from the evil of that pizza shop. That's, that's, that's really where the brain goes. I'm saving people from the craziness of that guy. If, those, if everyone knows that that guy is a real, real, real egomaniac and that guy is a real, real, you know, uh, whatever it might be, I'm saving people. I'm being a tzaddik by spreading the fact that he's a faker, that he's a good-for-nothing, that he's a bad influence. Then you start getting into he's a bad influence, and then you're done once you get into that. So that's what you have to do. You have to, you have to as we've said many times, and I'm going to say it again because it's worth it to say this all the time, right? It's not about letting people off the hook. We don't want to let people off the hook. I'm not letting him off the hook. I'm not letting them off the hook. What that person did to me, I'm not letting them off the hook. It's not about letting them off the hook. It's about taking the hook out of your heart. We're in pain because of what someone did to me. We're in pain because of things. So therefore, I'm going to get that person back. I'm going to get whoever it is back. It's not about that. It's about taking the hook out of your heart. So here's an example. If a person says the food, ah, you come back from a wedding, this is where it's very dangerous. A person comes back from a wedding, the first question, avak lashonara. Here we go. If you want to set up someone from lashonara, all you got to do is say, "No." So, how was the wedding? What, what does that mean? How was the wedding? Mazel tov, mazel tov. We should all share in simchas. So, how was the wedding? So, you're setting somebody up. Oh, oh my gosh, that chuppah was was that that band. Don't ever get near that band. Pure, a hundred percent lashonara, right? The food stunk, right? Because why am I going to a wedding after all? To fill up my belly. No, you're going to a wedding to be misamech chasen mikala. Oh, but if I'm going to the wedding because I want to eat well and I didn't end up eating well, so I'm going to get angry at the world because I didn't have my eating. Not that there's a right. We're not lacking any pizza shops or shawarma places. It's not you know bar Hashem. It's not like oh I have to eat at a wedding. But that's part. But remember, it's important to know the psychology and why these things happen. Right? The caterer gave such skimpy portions. The musician didn't play well. Did you see the chassin's uh, outfit? Did you see his hat? Whatever it is. Whatever it must be. Right? If one is asking for information. Now, again, like we said, first question, comments on that, and then we'll, uh, then we'll just talk about the toelis a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Question, comments, please. 
I made a bracha before. Yes, Shimon. Um, can't I just avoid answering the question completely? Like sure. He says, that was the food of God. I wasn't hungry. I didn't have it. Great. Yeah, of course. For sure. Would that be considered lying? For sure. No, no, you could do that. Yeah, that's fine. Again, the point, correct. Again, if you are, <clears throat> thank you, Shimon. Great question. Let's, let's all of us remember. Lashon Hara doesn't happen like that. It's the person you're with. It's the people you hang out with. It's the person who you know who's going to ask that question. It's you not being ready. It's just having conversations and talking about nothing. That's where Lashon Hara comes, is born from. It doesn't just come out. It comes around from, oh, like uh, we were saying yesterday, like, uh, you got to make conversation, right? You're in the car coming back from a wedding. I got to be, first I got to get shotgun. Because I'm the man. Then I got to go ahead, and I got to go ahead, and I got to be talking a lot and be funny. I got to. It's all. It's all about taking care of yourself. It's all about you know filling up your your things. Yes, you know. Where's the side that You have to be careful with that, <clears throat> because if you were the caterer, and I said, and I just said, oh, I didn't enjoy your food. It's like going to someone's house and eating at someone's house and saying. Thank you so much for, for the meal, Mrs. So-and-so. I didn't enjoy the food. What's the big deal? I just didn't enjoy it. That would embarrass them. It would cause, cause shame. People say, I had this. I, I don't know if you guys remember this story. I made soup. Uh, I think it was during Corona. It must have been during Corona. I mean, we're still during Corona, but you know what I mean. It was in the beginning. Where, you know, I was exploring the kitchen for the first time in my life. I'm not a big kitchen guy. You know? funny the way it works. My son loves the kitchen. You know, that's, that's the way it works. And I made soup. I made chicken soup. I was a big tzaddik. I'm making chicken soup. I'm making Shabbos because it's Corona. I couldn't, couldn't leave. We were all in lockdown. I'm saying the first, the original, Pesach time. And I remember I made soup and I was so proud of my soup. And this is just me and my family. And we're sitting there with the soup. And someone said like, oh, could you pass the salt? You know, or the, the soup needed salt. And, and my, my, my heart, I'm like, I mean, I didn't say anything. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, I think the soup was awesome. So it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different when you're making the soup. So when your wife's making the soup, when your mom's making the soup, right? Your wife. What's the big deal, honey? It just needs more salt. Ah, the chicken needs a little bit. You spend time in the kitchen. You do your stuff. And then, and then start, start uh, right... You know that Misa, what do they say? The guy comes over to the, to the, uh, to the uh, rabbi. He says, Rabbi, there's a, back in the day, say, Rabbi, there's a, there's a, a cow stuck in, in the a ditch on Shabbos. There's a cow stuck. The rabbi says, the, the rabbi says, Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos Kodesh. They come back to him. They say, Rabbi, the cow, is there any way you could find us a heter? The cow, it's suffering, it's this. He goes, Shabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos. And another one comes, says, Rabbi, Rabbi, maybe the ditch, Shabbos, Shabbos. And another guy comes, says, Rabbi, it's your cow. He says, Tsar Balachayim, get it out. You know, so it's very easy for us, it's very easy for us sometimes Sometimes when it's somebody else. But when it comes to us, oh, Shalom, you did ya. When it comes to us, when it comes to us, uh, personally, things are a little bit different. Okay. Right, exactly. 
Chasana was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Again, well, again, you have to be careful. You're seeing in a car coming back from a chasna. I love the food. You got to be very careful because the guy next to you, right, will say, "You like that food? That food stunk. Great band. Yeah, it was okay. You have to be careful. Very careful. So someone's going to say, "What's the obvious question?" People say. So if so, what do we talk about? Great question. I don't know. Great question. I don't know. Whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is, you're right. Correct. You are right. You are right. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. About me being positive, I'll have an effect on. What does what I do have to do with the other person? Like I'm doing something good. I shouldn't do something. Right. No. No. I agree. Strolling. No. 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 You're right. Strolling. So first of all, yes, a hundred percent strolling. You're a hundred percent right. And like Rabbi Regensburg is saying, why can't I be the positive guy? A hundred percent. And why can't I say the food was great, the chasana was great, the hall was great, the band was great? A hundred percent. But you also, again, this is always, always the bottom line when it comes to Lashon Hara. You gotta know your crowd. You're right. When you're sitting, Shruli is sitting, he'll be doing dafyomi in the car, he'll be learning, he'll be talking about growth, he'll be talking, right? So, so we're not talking about you, Shruli. If you're in the car, you're going to make sure that the oilum is, you'll have a guitar, having dveikis bashem. Anybody else, you'll throw them out of the car. Exactly. That's the way it's got to go. Anyone who's going to bring anybody down. But you have to know, if you're alone in the car, and you're amongst people who you know might be a little bit where their stomach is growling a little bit, right? Then you might want to be careful because what happens is then you ignite somebody to say, right? You have to know your people. You have to know who you're talking to and with. Yes, Moshe. Somebody asks you, point blank. Yes. Is this caterer good? Yes or no? Right. And so, if you have to be yes or no, is it better? Not even a cater. Is this restaurant good? Yes or no? Is right. it better to lie if it's horrible food? If you're going to end up saying Lashon Hara, 100%. Now, if it's hard, now again, there are many ways which we'll learn about to redirect somebody. I have a great idea. person is aware of the right, so, again, so again, so it has to so be a person. You also have to say, you also have to say, you also have to say to that person, listen, I don't want to get into this with you. We've been there before. I'm learning Hilchus Lashon Hara. I'm not saying that I can't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. No, no, correct. Right. You can't say, I'm not saying because it's Lashon Hara. Correct, correct. Again, you have to be very, you have to be very. I got you. Right, right. Okay. Again, but that's what we say. We learn the halachas. We learn the halachas. What? You'd say, I prefer this This place is good, but I prefer this. Exactly, right. It's again, if you picture yourself as the owner, like I was telling you, you picture yourself as the one who cooked the food. And then you say it that way. Say it's great, that's awesome. I think personally, you know, you, you might prefer this. That's a great place also. It's all sensitivity. And you know what? If you mess up, if you mess up, quote unquote, if you mess up being sensitive, okay, that's a madrega. It's a madrega. Moshe, you hear what I'm saying? If you mess up by saying, oh, okay, it's not the best, but you're trying to be sensitive and you didn't do it exact, that's much better than saying, oh my gosh, don't, don't get no, near that I was place. actually more talking about the Chavz Chaim Chon story. Right, the soup story. I don't know if that applies to everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. 100%. Yes, you did, yeah. Welcome back, you did, yeah. Missed you. Missed you. And when Rebbe says that you have to know your crowd, that talks about 
Correct, but correct, but 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 at the same time, at the same time, if I'm sitting in a room, if I'm sitting in the room in a room, or I'm sitting at the dining room table, or I'm sitting in the lunch room, or I'm sitting wherever I'm sitting with the crowd, I'm on a teul, I'm on a trip, and I'm sitting with people. Just know that lashon hara doesn't begin with your mouth. It begins with ashrei. The first pasuk in Tilim says ashrei yisha shalom halach ba'atzas rishayim which means when you are hanging out with a certain group of people, that's your first mistake. Because first you hang out, then you talk, then you this. So the talking is always secondary. If I walk into a room, if I'm walking back from here to the dining room, and I know who I'm walking with, I gotta question myself, is this person who's to my left, is the crowd that I'm with, do I have to be extra careful with what I say? Am I going to hear Lashon Hara? Am I going to chas shalom say Lashon Hara? That's where it begins. So it's not, and it's not like above the law. Yeah, and what you, what you might also, questions you might ask that might trigger. If you're going to ask, if you're going to ask, I, I don't want to say me because I'm, but, yeah, of course, because if you're talking, again, if you're going to talk to someone where you're going to say, oh, so, um, you know, uh, guys coming back from a Shabbos meal somewhere. Guys coming back from a place that he was in somewhere, and then you know that that guy doesn't care about lashon. Not doesn't care. Everybody cares about lashon. Is not is not no doesn't know about lashon. He's not going to be mocked lashon. And you ask him a question. That's more dangerous than asking someone who you do, do know will be careful. You ask him, oh, so how was your Shabbos? If it's someone who you know, oh, that was oh, terrible. Oh, oh, oh. You're, you're igniting his Lashon Haram. You have to be careful with that. Yes, Yaakov, you had a question? Okay. Yaakov Shachar, guys, get to know him. Mamash, I mean, he's up north. But uh, great to have you here, Sadiq, Rafi's son. We, we're excited to see you. Baruch Hashem. At least we get. You know what I mean? Baruch Hashem. I was wanted to say that. Yes. Yes. You have to be aware of the cars around you. Right. Very good. Right. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It's true. Correct. Hashem should help us all. We all love everyone. We all want to uh, uh, love everyone. <laughs> we all want to. Um, let me say, let me say, oh, Yitzchak Raymond, you can't just walk in like that. Oh. Talk about love everyone. That's why I just, I just said the words, Yitzchak. About loving everyone, loving every Jew. And it begins, guys, this is, the, this is the theme. It begins, especially when you're in yeshiva. When you're married, and you have children, and you have your in-laws. Just wait, guys. You have your in-laws, you have your brother-in-law, your sister-in-law, and all the stuff just extends. And then it's not blood. It's a little bit different when it's not your blood relative. A little, a little different, and things extend and extend, then it gets much more challenging. It gets much more challenging. And again, you don't want your Shabbos table, you don't want your Shabbos table to be a table where people are sitting around talking about other people. You want your home to be a home that's free of beating up people with a bat, smashing people's heads at the table, at the Shabbos table. It's the same exact thing. When you and someone is talking Lashon Har about someone, it is the same, it's even worse. 
I'm going to say it straight. It's worse because you could recover from being smashed with a bat over the head. You can't recover from someone talking Lashon Hara about you and labeling you and saying that you're that. So you don't want your dining room table. You don't want your Shabbos table. You don't want your regular Tuesday night supper table to be a round table of let's beat everybody up. I want to, I want to say something that I remember hearing as a kid that's so important. The, the, the love that you want your home to be filled with, the love that you want to give over to your children, the love that you want to give over to your spouse, the love, the love, the love and acceptance, the stability, the security that you want to give over in your home is so powerful. Why? Because when you go out into the world, when you go out into the world, when a kid gets on that bus, when a kid gets, it goes into school, it's very possible his classroom is not going to be so, his friends might not be so nice to him. His work might not be so nice to him. The people around him are, might not be so nice to him. And you want to make sure that your home is a home that's filled with love, with positivity, with not speaking negativity about other people. And the only way that that begins is it begins right here, right now. It begins when you work on yourself and you establish within yourself that I'm working on loving myself, I'm working on accepting myself, I'm working on understanding myself, I'm working on being a person where as Rav Simcha Rabbah says, and has said, and it's one of my favorite lines, that's why I say it all the time, to create a wonderful day. Why? Because it's within me to create that love. It's within me to create what it is that I want to create. And that's very, very powerful. So Hashem should help each and every one of us we should be zocha today and every day to learn the halachas, to be sensitive, to love every Jew. And again, just the chaz are over. When the guy is frumer than you, you might not like him so much. When the guy is less frum than you, you might not like him so much. There's no big deal to love somebody, right, who is just like you. That's not so much loving somebody. It's really loving. Thank you. You did. Exactly. That's why I'm so happy you're back. Makes me feel confident that I'm thinking straight. Right? When you did, you can finish my sentences. But it's true. It's true. It means that you love yourself. Oh, because I love this guy. I love myself. I want him to agree with me. We all want someone to agree with me. Why? Because if he agrees with me, that validates that I'm okay and it brings more people to my ego. And that's normal. It's fine. And the Sil Sharm talks about one of the, one of the Amoraim saying, I thought that I was humble until I met this Amora who disagreed with this other Amora and he wasn't Makbid. That's in Anava, in the 23rd, 24th chapter, in the end of Mesil Sharm. It's a high level to be okay when someone disagrees with you. It's a high level. Most of us are, what do you mean? What I think about something is absolute truth. It's absolute truth. No, it's not. It's your opinion. It's your opinion. It's your opinion. And what happens is, when we see someone who's different, we judge them. And we say, oh, there must be something wrong with him, or with this and that. As opposed to saying, how can, I, how can I learn to love him more? How can I find the good in him? How can I find the good in that person? That is, that is a very, very, very fundamental, fundamental um, principle of Judaism. Fundamental, right? Last week's parish we had, I spoke about it at Shalashudas in Steliezer. Right? Fundamental principle in Judaism is, is that shalom and peace and Bein Adam L'chaveiro is stronger than Bein Adam L'makom. That's why the Dara Mabel was destroyed and the Dara Flaga wasn't. Rashi, the favorite says, I don't know. 
the look of it's based on a medrash, it's probably based on a medrash. But the pshat is, Gadolah Shalom, to love each other. And Shalom doesn't mean that we agree and, and everything is exactly the way it is. Shalom means I respect your perspective, right? Like that picture. Uh, we, we know the picture of that six, the guy who's sitting in front of a six. So if here, I'm sitting with Yitzi here. If I'm sitting like this and there's a six like this, and I put it down like this, for me it's a six. For Yitzi, it's a nine. For Yitzi, it's a nine. So who's right? Am I right? What do you mean? It's a six. He's like, no, it's a nine. It's different perspectives. Different perspectives. Okay, Hashem should help all of us. We should be Zoha. Zoha to talk about this, to live this, and to experience this us today and every day, not to talk negative about any Jew, not to see anything negative, but only the good. And when you see negative, which is normal, we all see negative, to try and find the positive. That's the key. To try and find the positive in, in, in especially those closest to you. That's the hardest, those closest to you. Hashem should help us and all the Jewish people. Okay, um, I just want to um, continue on page two of the, of the Perak Aleph in Mesil Yisharim, where we were speaking yesterday about um, the ultimate good that a person experiences is Hashem. And the only way we left off with the mashal of the person going down to Disney World and he gets distracted. See, what happens in this world, this world is one big distraction. That's why it's called Olam. Olam means Helam, which means it's hidden from Hashem. And the world basically is there to pull a person away from focus on the key. And the key and the ultimate good that anyone can experience and will experience is Kirva Selokim, is a closeness to God is a closeness to his Torah, is a closeness to Ahavas Hashem, Yiras Hashem. That is the ultimate good that a person can have. And anything else that a person is going to run after is not, is ultimately empty. It's empty. The only reason why we have money, the only reason we have food, the only reason we have all the beautiful things we have is to help us in our pursuit of relating and connecting to Hashem. That's why we have it, especially our generation. We are very, very lucky, because our generation has art scroll, our generation has books in English, our generation has air conditioning, our generation has heat, our generation has food, abundance. Talk about, right, my grandmother. To this day, my grandma, it's my wife's grandmother, but it's my grandmother. My grandmother, she's Kanainara, 90 years old. You think she's throwing away this cup after she finishes it? She ain't throwing this away. Why? Oh, but it's disposable. I could go through a thousand of these in a week. Disposable. We live in a disposable generation. What does that mean? It means we have everything we have, abundance. But there's one reason why we have that abundance. As a Jew, there's only one reason why we have everything that we have. What is that? To help me. I'm just, this I got from the Mesil Shisharim. To help me serve Hashem. And to me, the greatest, greatest testimony that Hashem wants us to connect to Him is the fact that He's given us abundance. He's given us abundance. Yes? Go ahead. In a way, it's so challenging. Correct. Beautiful. I'm so happy you're back, Yidiyah. If you just spit fire. Get to know you did it. This guy spits fire. Everything that comes out of his mouth. Because he probably he doesn't talk any Lashon Hara. It's everything is beautiful. Right, what's the shot? Like you did just saying, 
That's the challenge, and of course, if you do your machavan to the next segment that we're going to talk about today. That's what the Mesil Sharm begins with. And he says, Somewhere HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem has placed us where there's a lot, a lot of problems. Hashem has put us in a world. Right? I learned this yesterday, last night, with Chaim Ekalos and Torah Sabayas, Chavetz Chaim, he says, why are things, why did Hashem make a world that we serve Hashem in this world? Why don't we just serve Hashem in the next world? What do we need all this? Right, I got here going on. I got a coffee. I got a Gatorade. I got water. We got this. We got salad. We got food. We got, what do I need this for? Let me just serve Hashem in Gan Eden. So what's the answer? Taras Abayis. Chavaz Chaim says, why? Ready for this, everyone? Because then it wouldn't be difficult. Then it wouldn't be difficult. And the purpose of doing mitzvahs and serving Hashem is how do I get schar? How do I get the reward that I'm going to get after 120? When it's difficult. L'fum tzara agra. What, what happens? Yitzhahara, when I'm getting ready to learn Torah, when I'm getting ready to do something good, what happens? I open up my Gemara, I open up my Chumash, I open up whatever I'm opening up. I come to the Spanish, oh, it's difficult. I wish it wasn't difficult. That's the Yitzhahara. I wish it wasn't difficult. It's normal to think that way, but the Pshad is, the Pshad is, is that if you would accept the difficulty, right? Lahavdol. I'm sorry, Rabbi Regensburg, right? Lahavdol, that I'm going to write, in the road less traveled. I'm just quoting this. What? You got to read it. The road less traveled, he just says a great line that, of course, brings out everything that we know. But he's, his opening line in the road, le, the road less traveled, the road less traveled, he says, life is difficult. And that's one of the most important things you have to remember. Because once you realize that life is difficult, and that my journey's difficult, and things are difficult, then things get easier. But if your expectations are, I'm waking up this morning, everything's going to be smooth. And I mean, it's Hashem, things will be smooth when you have the right attitude. If my attitude is, I'm going to, it might be hard for me to learn today. I might be distracted today. It might be hard for me to read the words. It might be hard for me to understand. I have all these thoughts in my mind. It might be difficult. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to push through it. And I'm going to accept that it's difficult. Then, guess what just happened? It just got a little bit easier. But when I'm sitting there saying, it's, oh, it's going to be a breeze. It's going to be easy. I'm chasing that great day that I had that one time where everything was perfect. And I'm chasing that. And it's not like that. And I'm all frustrated. Yes, Shlaini. Like when you when you take a flight, the full table, the tells you the forecast is going to be a little bumpy ride in a few hours. That's how all the passengers accept bumpy ride. But if suddenly it would be bumpy, it would be like, oh, this is a bad pilot. Beautiful, beautiful. Well said, very exciting. Anybody else, please? Question? Yes, Yehuda. So you said the uh, question. Yes. Um, No, the, our avoda, I think nowadays, 
is to be so thankful and say, wow, I got that out of the way. Right? I got out, I got, I got the three meals. Right? Think about someone who's in yeshiva, Yehuda. Oh, yeshiva. A guy was in yeshiva. You got your three meals, you have your this, you have everything. Even a guy in Kolo. Right? I got. So how does that tie you? No, so now I got to focus on my Avodah Hashem. Now I got to focus on my learning. Now I could daven. It's not the shot that back in the day where you had hunger pains. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't back in the day. I'm a, I, I grew up in, just like you guys, with full, full, full abundance. I like a guy, you say you speak to your grandfather, and he's like, oh, when we grew up, right, we didn't even have, uh, you know, we didn't even have food in, in the thing, the stipler. I mean, you see here stories. They didn't have food. They had hunger pains. Right? So uh, it's hard for me to learn. If I, had, if I didn't have breakfast, right? Yeah, breakfast, when a, when a tinnitus comes, right? Oh, I got to my sleep. I got to rest. I got to make sure. Blah, 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 blah. That's how they live. Now, I got my three meals a day. I got my air conditioning. Got my, my, I know I'm oversimplifying it. But the reason Hashem did that for our generation is as a chesed. Thank you, Hashem, that I have everything I need. Now, what do I got to do? Get to work. Get to work. Become a Tamil Chacham. Become someone who's connected to Torah. Read more Svarim. Learn more Svarim. But what happens? What happens because of that, as he says, he says what happens, as he says, is a problem. He says, He says, either way you're going to have to struggle. Our generation has to struggle. Why do we have to struggle? Because when you have too much, what happens? Oh, i got to take a nap. <laughs> I had such a great breakfast. I'm tired from the fumes of the eggs that I had and the, the three plates of eggs and the seven pieces of bread. And, and uh, I got to take a nap after breakfast. Right? So that's a challenge. And then wait till your lunch is in a few hours. That's, that's what happens. So on one end, that's the milcham. The milcham is not to get sucked in, as he did you were saying. You don't want to get sucked in to the craziness of this world. You gotta be able to use this world properly. It used to be, right, the second thing he says, or, he says what? He says, or, you're going to steal, which means I'm poor, and therefore I can't deal, and I can't think about anything, because I'm too busy thinking about how I'm gonna get my next meal, and how I'm going to, you know, uh, pay the bills, and I'm so busy, that's another way, as the Ramchal says, hashal v'mitzad and Hayesurin mitzad acher, or mitzad echad. Right? Either way, the Yetzirah is going to get to you until the Milchama is both sides. And he says straight out, we'll end off with this. If you are a warrior, if you are someone who's fighting, if you're someone who's willing to go to battle, and the battle happens every day. Every day you have to battle. Because you know why? Some days everything is going great. Some days things are not going great. And you gotta learn how to how to deal with each day. Some days you gotta push yourself and push yourself. Some days you gotta say, okay, I need a break. I need a break. You gotta know yourself. You gotta know yourself. We want every day to be the same, but we don't want every day to be the same. I wanna wish a tremendous happy birthday to Zevi Kurtzer. Zevi. I can already see, right? It's good to have a birthday in the beginning of the year, right? It's a good way to start off 
your year. Hashem should help you. Mir Tashem, I see already your, your commitment. He's already, see, see, I see his, his, his pushing this year more and more. Hashem, you're going to have an amazing, amazing, amazing year. Hashem will continue to bless you. And you'll have a year of growth because growth, simcha is tzmicha. Tzmicha and simcha are the same thing. If you're growing and you're working hard, you're happy. I've never met somebody, never, 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 and you've heard this from me, never. And if you find this guy, introduce me to him, because I'd love to meet him. He's probably an alien, an alien. I've never, ever met a guy who's not growing, who's sitting around giving in to his desires, who's happy, who's happy. I've only met someone who's struggling and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. I'm not saying that it's easy, but he's pushing and I'm working on this and I'm working on this. That's where happiness comes. That's where happiness comes. Happiness comes when you're struggling and the Yitzhahara, the Yitzhahara, that twisted biscuit that he is. The Yitzhahara says what? Yitzhahara says you're struggling. He says, oh, there's a problem. Oh, you're feeling down about something. Oh, there's a problem. You're besuffic about something. There's a problem. All you got to say to him is, thank you, sweetie. Thank you very much. No, 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 no. That's what life is about. Life is about the fact that it might be a little bit hard for me to learn. It might be a little bit hard for me to concentrate. It might be a little bit hard for me to be nice to people sometimes. It might be hard for me to be a good husband. It might be all these things. It might be hard. But that's okay. Because that's what life is about. And when you look at life like that, and you approach life like that, and you are connected to, to that within yourself, then you begin to build yourself up in such a powerful way. You begin to truly, truly, truly get to know yourself. You get to live every day and say, how can I grow more and more? And I want to say one thing also. It builds on itself. It builds. The more, it's like anything. When you work out, when you work out, what happens? It builds and it builds and it builds on itself. And you start getting into a flow where you're like, okay, this is what it is. Right? Speak to Yitzi, Yitzi Grumwald. Speak to him about his working, right? Yitzi Grumwald. Yeah. See what he He sits here every day. Sits here every day right in front of me. Quiet. Quiet. Let the success, let his success be his noise. This guy's going to make First of all, he makes a lot of noise even though he's so quiet. He makes a lot of noise. Sits here writing down for, for this is second, how many, this is your third year doing this? His third year. Well, what are you doing? He heard this before. He didn't hear this before. None of us heard this before. See, so now three years writing, 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 etching it into his heart. And no wonder when I speak to him about things, right, he's spewing out, spewing out clarity and clarity and clarity. Because it's every day. You know what it does? It builds on itself. It builds on itself. People say, okay, I'm going to change. I showed up once, I did it once, I'm here, I'm inspired, got it, I got the feeling, right? We're all about the feeling, I got the feeling. It's not about the feeling. Speak to Rabbi Ackerman, he's in the back over there. So you got, how many years, Rabbi Ackerman, how many years? How many years? You can't even describe it. How many years? How many years for how long? Tell, tell people, tell the Oilam, be mechazikas, inspire us. How many years were you full day doing what to get to what? He took every test, the hardest tests, from the hardest tests 
that are known in smicha, in rabbanut, they're grueling, grueling tests. How many years? Two years? What, what, what? Two years? Three years? How many? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Of what? Of doing what? Tell us your schedule. Guys, listen to this. Seven and a half years. Tell us. Sorry to embarrass you. He knows how to... He knows how to I want to tell you why. Because you guys are young. Rabbi Ackerman is young, but he was younger. What age were you when you started? What? 24. 24 years old when you started. You guys are not that far from 24. And what happened when you do that for seven and a half years? Right? Go over to him. Sorry, Rabbi Ackerman. Go over to him and ask him a shayla. Say a reference of something. Not only will you get the answer... You'll get, oh yeah, yeah, that's Simon Tafresh Chav. What's Simon Tafresh? Yeah, I'll say it right now. Simon Tafresh Chav. I don't know. So, what did you hear that? We didn't. you guys something. I want to tell you guys something. I want to tell you guys something. That, that this is what I'm talking about. The clap and the yes and the tough rage chavav and the sukkah is great. Okay? Guys, you know where that comes from? The success is his noise. Seven and a half years. That's where it comes from. That's where it comes from. Just like if I tell him, okay, right, uh, Simon Chavbez. What's Simon Chavbez? Sitzes, Tfilin, whatever, Sitzes probably, right? He knows, I don't know. Seven and a half years, but why am I saying that? That's, that's what life is about. It's day away, you didn't even say the schedule, so what do you have to do every day? Grind from when to when? For a couple hours? Say, so say that again, from nine o'clock in the morning to six o'clock? 45 minute break and then at night so 9 guys 9 to 6 and then at night for how many hours right and you were single the whole time you didn't get married you didn't have children the whole time oh you do oh and you were married but but Sunday guys Sunday as an American he speaks English Sunday you know what he did he was off watching football the whole Sunday correct no Sunday was Monday See, we come from a culture. I myself come from the culture. And I'm saying this, and I mean this, and I mean this for real. We come, we have, you have to know your culture. Lech lecha, me'artzacha, umeladcha, me'savicha. Avram Avinu, you gotta know where you come from in order to know where you're going. And if you don't know where you come from, and I wanna tell you where we come from. You know where you come from? Can you tell the guys in the corner? Mati, just tell them this is too, I'm too excited for this. Everyone's got to be quiet in the corner. Everyone's got to be quiet. You can even listen. You don't have to be quiet. I want you guys to hear this. We come from a culture, okay? Because I worked in this culture. You guys didn't work in this culture. I worked in this culture. Let's call it what it is, guys. I want to call it what it is. Thursday is when the weekend begins. Let's call it. Thursday is when the weekend. So Thursday, I'm already getting ready for the party. Friday for sure is the weekend. Shabbos is the actual 
weekend. I'm talking about for a guy, Friday, Thursday, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. Guys, how many days is that? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's four days. Guys, can I just ask you, how many days are there in a week? Seven. Four days. Four days. I still to this day suffer from something called Sunday. I still today. I'm like still like, oh, Israel, Sunday is Monday. What's going on? I'm still bugging out about it. It's pretty crazy. And what happens? You have those four days. By the time Monday comes around, I got to take it slow. I'm, I'm weaning off of the weekend on Monday. So I got Tuesday and Wednesday to strengthen myself. Thursday, it's time for the weekend again. You got to know your enemy to know how to fight your enemy. They did a study on that. They said the least productive day was Monday. Correct. Of course it's the least. Sunday, I think Chazal say. Sunday, it was brought down. Halacha, I think Sunday in general, there's like, it's, there's, there's, uh, there's, it's, it's, it's harder Sunday. It's harder. Because of, uh, whatever, I, to, I, forgot, I forgot some of them. It's the third day from the surgery. What? It's the third day from the surgery. Uh-huh. From the Friday, Friday. Is that what it is? Yeah, okay, I know it's brought down. But what's the pshad? The pshad is, I, I want to say this. Yes, Yoni. In sales, Yoni just says, and Yoni knows sales. Monday's the lowest. So that means Monday's the lowest. So what do I got already? So what do I got? But a Rabbi Ackerman, when you say, and you ask him to know something. There's no, su- no Sunday. I want to tell you something. By him, there was no Sunday. There's no Monday. There was no Tuesday. There's no Wednesday. There's no Thursday. It's called, I'm working and I'm focused and I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. And I got a lot to do. Sunday's not going to tell me. No day is going to tell me how I'm going to react to the day. Oh, because it's Friday, because it's Sunday, because it's the weekend. What? I'm going to, I'm going to, as he says, I'm, Rabbi Akron says, I'm going to grind. I'm going to grind, and I'm going to grind, and I'm going to work hard. And we get scared to say that. Oh, but Rabbi, i got to chill. Okay, no offense to everybody. You guys chilled. <laughs> Everyone here, I'm being serious. I don't feel bad for anybody. You guys have done your chill. You guys have chilled. Everyone here has chilled. Everyone knows how to chill. Everybody could give classes in how to chill. And I'm not saying that in a negative way, I promise. I'm, I'm, I'm the head chiller. <laughs> but you'll never, ever, 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 ever be happy with, your, with yourself, be happy with your life, be happy with Hashem, be happy with anything. Besides the fact that you'll just um, be a nobody. And then people get nervous. And I'll, I have to say this because i got to say it. Everyone gets nervous. But Rebbe, right, the famous word, and I love it and I love saying this. The famous, the famous line of, but Rebbe, what about being normal and being balanced? I love it. Oh, I'm worried that I'm going to get too stark. So I have two comments to that. We'll talk about it when you get so stark. We'll talk about it. That's number one. First get stark and then we'll talk about it. First get all serious about life and then we'll talk about the fact that you're too serious. That's number one. And the second thing I say, you guys all know this, is there's something called balance. You're the one who said, what about balance? 
The answer is you just spent 20 years chilling. So now spend 20 years working hard. That's the answer to that. Hashem should help us all. We should be Zoha. And now working hard has to do with working on yourself also. Working on yourself, of course. Working on the inside, the outside, everything. Hashem should help us all. We should all be Zoha to, to know what we got to do in life and to focus and to get busy and, and, and through that we'll be Zoha. And don't worry about your past, seriously. doesn't matter what you've done. doesn't matter what you think you couldn't do and what your parents or your rebellion what your friends, what anyone told you, what you can't do. Hold on to those people who told you, and it could be hopefully your parents and your Abayim, and people told you what you could do. And I'm saying, but even if you're a person who could say, oh, but my mother told me I can't do this, my father told me I can't do this, my Abayim, but everyone here has people in their lives who have told them what you could do and what you could accomplish. Focus on those people. Focus on the voice inside of you that tells you and told you what you could become, not what you can't become. Because that's what it is. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. Whether you think you can do it or you think you can't do it, you are 100% right. So you might as well think that you can. Don't worry about your past. Smash your rear view mirrors. And through that, you'll be zocha to live today and every day the way you want to. And create an amazing day. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Sending it out. Oh, you're recording. Oh, good. Thank you.